Diane, and you're listening to the first ever episode of the Artholic Podcast, the podcast that can get you an art attack. Today's subject is a big one, so make sure to relax, grab a hot or cold beverage as we tackle the representation of women in media. Trust me on this and just close your eyes and picture a CEO, a president, a Hollywood director, a hero or just a very strong, healthy, impressive person. Not a specific person, just someone that would fit those roles and descriptions. What comes to mind? What does he look like? You may notice that I've said he. And that's because there's a good chance that you pictured a man. I can even go further and say that there's also a decent chance that the person you envisioned is not black, Asian, or Native American. The question needs to be asked then, why is that the case? To put it quite simply, that's because that's what the media, entertainment, and advertising have tended to portray strong lead characters as. Most of them are white, strong men. There have been far fewer opportunities for female and other groups to play different characters. In fact, we see that the woman has often been the girlfriend or portrayed as the wife of the lead character. This sends a message to everyone in the society that women have less value. A primary way in which media distorts reality is in underrepresenting women. Women around the world are less likely to be seen in the media than men. This gender imbalance of society can reinforce and perpetuate harmful gender stereotypes. Women have historically been underrepresented or misrepresented rather in stereotypical roles within mainstream media. The representations of women in the media have known a rather rapid development and changed at the same pace as the cultural and sociological shifts of a society. That being said, we still have a long way to go before women equality in media becomes a reality. Women won't be equal anywhere until they're equal everywhere, including in the media sphere. The narratives that come out of advertising or the media are the narratives that get deeply embedded into our society. And that's because media is a very powerful tool used to share propaganda as well as shift the mindset of people and how we perceive others, especially other genders, such as men and females and other minorities. A bias against women have been and was practiced in reporting women's issues and leaders. They were excluded from the media. So during the late 19th and early 20th century, with such a treatment, women have been inspired to establish their own newspapers, magazine, book publishing houses, as well as film productions and radio stations. Since women were severely underrepresented in the media, specifically newsrooms, film productions, media outlets in general, they took matter into their hands 
and tried to make these media outlets that would represent them and their actual issues. Female stereotypes, however, continue to appear in some media outlets even in today's 21st century. In general, media continues to present both women and men in stereotyped ways that limit our perceptions of human possibilities and the range of personalities in human beings. Typically, men are portrayed as active, adventurous, powerful, sexually aggressive, and largely uninvolved in human relationships. Just as consistent with cultural views of gender are depictions of women as sex objects who are usually young, thin, beautiful, passive, dependent, and often incompetent and dumb. Female characters devote their primary energies to improving their appearances and taking care of people and homes. Because media pervade our lives, the way they misrepresent genders may distort how we see ourselves and what we perceive as normal and desirable for men and women. Women were often represented in roles linked to gender stereotypes, particularly those related to housework and motherhood. A good example would be the washing powder advertisement of the 1970s, where we can see mothers and daughters working together, cleaning the dishes inside a house, while men and boys were outside, covered in mud, and working manual jobs. A rather recent example would be the representation of women in the music industry and in the rap scene. Women in the rap scene are seen as objects and nothing more. well-known fact that the media is a very important outlet for the development of social capitals in terms of mentality, psychology, and above all, culture. It's been considered that media is representing a stereotypical image of women on film, television, newspaper, and other media outlets. At the present time of media commercialization, the presentation or rather misrepresentation of women as commodities and sexual objects is in focus as the major part of programs and videos that are getting popular when it deals with specific characterization of women's image. There are five basic characteristics of media identified as common to all cultures around the world. Firstly, women are under-representation in general, and they tend to occupy less central roles than men in television. Marriage and parenthood are considered more important to women than the traditional division of labor is shown as typical in marriage. Employed women, for instance, are shown in traditionally female occupation as subordinate to men with little to no power. Women on electronic media, such as television, are more passive than men. They are used as objects to show up the glamour and fashion, and this image is more oriented into the objectification of women, rather than the essence of a woman. Electronic media misrepresents more than it represents the actual strength of women. It can also be said that these media, such as TV, newspaper, radio, etc., ignores or rather distorts the women's movement of feminism. 
Laura Novey, a feminist film theorist from Britain, argued that the male gaze occurred in film because heterosexual men were in control of the camera. The male gaze of the camera puts the audience in the perspective of the heterosexual men. The man, therefore, emerges as the dominant force, while the woman is almost passive under the gaze of the man. This can be seen, for instance, when we watch a movie where women are represented. All the shots are close-ups or would-be close-ups of their body, and that is how they would represent women. Another important thing is that women are not used in films or were not used in films as a way to convey a plot or story, but rather just as a character so that the male lead um, character would use to express their feelings or to show their superiority towards them. Since the beginning of the 1970s, however, women started occupying a much wider range of roles and equality with men's role of women in society has changed considerably since these historical analysis of women's representations. In recent times, however, we can see that several films are being directed, produced and have strong female leads. These characters can be portrayed as fierce, tough and non-conventional, using any given society resourcefulness and thus arguably subverting the hegemonic concepts of masculinity. A number of female heroines have featured as lead characters in various actions starting from the 2000s. We can, we can talk about The Terminator 2, Kill Bill, The Hunger Games, or more recently Maleficent, etc. etc. However, it could be argued that such films still perpetuate the beauty myth as all the lead female characters are portrayed to be slim and fairly attractive. Now we all know that women come with all forms, all colors and all shapes. With the introduction of the web, however, and graphical browsers, the gender balance saw a shift on the internet. While the use of the internet differs from one gender to another, we have seen that the internet population was evenly divided between men and women by 2000s. Like any other form of media, film and television have a powerful influence in shaping cultural perceptions and attitudes towards gender, and are key to shifting the narrative for the gender equality agenda. Yet, an analysis of popular films across 11 countries found that only 31% of all speaking characters were women, and that only 23% featured the female protagonist, a number that closely mirrored the percentage of women filmmakers that is only around 21%. This underrepresentation of women in the film industry is also critically acclaimed in film awards. As an example, we can say that in the 92-year history of the Oscars, only five women have ever been nominated for the Best Director Award category, and one woman, Catherine Bigelow, has ever won. Jane Campion remains the only woman director to have won the Cannes Film Festival's top, most prestigious prize, the Palme d'Or, in its 72-year history. 
The only other women to have received the prize jointly were actresses Adèle Exacopoulos and Léa Seydoux with the movie's male director Abdel Latif Kishish. If a picture is worth a thousand words, the message is worth a million. If we are not to shift stereotypical notions of gender and reflect women's realities, we need women in film and off screen as well as on screen. Scholars in communication psychology, sociology, and anthropology have carefully considered and studied the issue of media and how the presence of women affects the audience. In a rather institutional masculine domain of news and media, professionalism and objectivity are the prime constituents of journalists' daily work. like journalism women are supposed to act like men when it comes to reporting news in fact the gender subjectivity assumed of journalists fits with overall structure of masculine the journalists might vary their approaches within the confines of these constraints when it comes to equality of men and women in news media progress has virtually ground to a halt According to the largest study of the portrayal, participation, and representation of women in the news media, spanning 20 years and 114 countries, only 24% of the person heard, read about, or seen in newspaper, television, and radio news were women. A glass ceiling also exists for women news reporters in newspaper bylines and newscast reports, with only 37% of stories reported by women as of 2015, showing no change over the course of a decade. Despite the democratizing promise of digital media, women's poor representation in traditional news media is also reflected in digital news with women making up only 26% of the people in the internet news stories and media news tweets. Only 4% of traditional news and digital news stories clearly challenge gender stereotypes. Among other factors, stereotypes and the significance and representation of women in the media industry play a significant role in shaping harmful attitude of disrespect and violence towards women. As we can see, media may influence the general behavior of the audience, and that is by contributing to the creation and perpetuating gender stereotypes, and that through the news, advertisements, and shows. Some research has recently shown that familiarizing individuals with groups other than themselves may provide positive learning opportunities that help overcome stereotypes and prejudice in the media scene. The media contents, such as stories, pictures, photographs, and advertising, are very much women-oriented, and the representation of women are basically based on the fashions and glamorous outfits, as if women only cared about clothes. The representation of women's body and beauty is used as a weapon to attract consumers, mainly men consumers. The different media platforms are presenting the programs to show the status of women and women's position in the society. Women representation and equal participation in the media shouldn't be optional, but rather essential. So if we want to break negative stereotypes of women off screen, we need to tackle them on screen as well. 
It's really ironic to me to see that women are misrepresented in the media, whereas women are the gender that uses media and consumes media, television, radio, and such the most, more than men. It's really ironic to me. Anyways, today's episode is done. I hope you enjoyed it. So yeah, make sure to like, follow, share the podcast with your friends, and tune in for the next episode where we'll talk about another subject. Peace.